and welcome to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a podcast with me, Brittany Duncan, a millennial homemaker. Join me each week as I share all the things I've learned that make keeping your home, garden, and life running smoothly all while working. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app so you get the episodes downloaded straight to you every Monday. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a Millennial Homemaker. This is your host, Brittany Duncan, and today I want to talk to you all about moving. I have moved many times. I've moved from one country to another, one street to another, across the country, three times in the same apartment complex with my husband. If you name it, between my husband and I, we've probably moved in a similar style to what you may be facing. Downsizing, upsizing, combining households, there are so many nuances to the way people move. But there are a few fundamental steps that no matter the move make it easier, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. For starters, you need to start early, way earlier than you think you need to. I promise you will not regret packing non-essentials early on. I'm talking decorative items, seasonal items you won't need for a while, extra overflow items. Things like packing artwork take a ton of time to do it right. You want to protect the corners and the frame and wrap the entire piece in padding like a blanket or towels. Speaking from experience, this is not what you want to be doing at 1am before movers are set to come the next day. Knock it out early, place all your art in one area that is not going to get bummed and can be loaded with care later on. My second piece of advice and this is why I really want you to start early, is to sort as you go. There's no point in moving things that you don't want. Telling yourself that you'll sort through it later once you move is unrealistic. When you move and you're unpacking, you're anxious. You want to get your life back to normal and to minimize the ugly. And usually what that means is that you end up stuffing things into closets and drawers so that things look put together don't do that. Start early, get your system to methodically go through each room, closet, drawer, shelf, and list the things you want to sell online early so that you actually have time for them to sell, and then box up items and take them to Goodwill to get them out of the house. Throw away those old receipts. How many pens do you really need? You know, like so much of what we do now is not on paper. Get rid of, you know, half of the old pens that you have. The keys that you've been carrying around for three years that you don't know what they go to. Maybe it's time to let them go. I don't know. Once you've sorted through and you're left with only the items you plan to move with, you begin can begin to think about packing. Note that I said think, not start. <laughs> think. Take a look at what you have and what you need to pack and then get the supplies needed to pack those items properly. There's a few things that, you know, over the last couple moves Johnson and I have done that we spent the money on getting and I would do it a thousand times over. I will never move without those things. So one of those is to get the box of packing paper from U-Haul. Don't be using paper towels and socks and whatever else you can find to pad your glasses from breaking. Order boxes for certain items. Glasses and mugs especially are much easier to move if you purchase the moving box that has the dividers for glasses. Order foam sleeves for plates that you can just slide them into and it stops them from clanging against each other. I know it's expensive 
but in the long run, it's going to save you time, headaches, broken dishes. And honestly, if you purchase the proper moving materials, rather than trying to make do with random items, you'll probably use less boxes and take up less space. And in turn, you may not need as big of a moving truck or trailer or pod that you think you do. So that is really what's going to save you money in the long run if you can downsize uh, your rental. Beyond your paper and foam padding materials, get some moving blankets. Personally, I would recommend about 20 moving blankets. Usually you rent them in bags of 10. Order some tie downs if you don't have them. Uh, When packing a moving truck, your movers or yourself, if you're foregoing movers, you can only do so much if to secure the contents um, in the truck if you, you know, you need to make sure it stays put. And the only way to do that is with straps. Like you can't just put all the boxes in there and hope they're going to stay as you drive however many miles. You have to have tie downs. So if you don't own those, make sure you order a bunch of them because um, your movers will need them and you'll need them as well. Another um, must-have in my book uh, is stretch wrap. Think saran wrap, but larger and stretchier and so useful. Roll up a rug and need it to stay rolled? Stretch wrap. Need to secure blankets to paintings without tape or harsh straps? Stretch wrap. Need to bind all your garden tools together? Stretch wrap. Need your husband to stop complaining about how much stuff you have? Stretch wrap, but with air holes. Kidding about that last one, but bye-bye. Um, And then there's the obvious things like tape, boxes, Sharpies. For boxes, get the medium size, not the large. In my opinion, the only thing that the large boxes are good for is pillows. Anything outside of that is going to be too heavy for the size of the box. The medium boxes have handles. They can be filled with things like books and still maintain their integrity. And, you know, even like the medium filled with books is still heavy, but it's manageable the large filled with books uh, the bottom is definitely going to tear out and you will need two people to move it for sure Um, I'm a big fan of the tough storage totes those are those big plastic bins they're black they have the yellow lids these are great for moving fragile items that you don't want to get crushed or awkward items like your KitchenAid mixer that don't fit into a box Um, if you have you know some things that you that are a little bit heavier put them in those boxes too. They, they have a much sturdier bottom than a cardboard box. Um, plus size too, you can reuse them when you move and you know, you're trying to get organized. Uh, we have a bunch of them in our garage and um, that we store stuff in. So it's kind of a, a long-term investment that you'll be able to use them more than just the move as opposed to, um, as opposed to those like cardboard boxes. How, how often do you keep your moving boxes and actually like get some use out of them? When it comes to tape, get more than you think you need and get the tape dispenser gun. Uh, For me, there's nothing more frustrating than holding a box closed with your forearm or elbow while you fight with the roll of tape, trying to get it, you know, unstuck. So get that dispenser gun. Um, Comes with Sharpies. Next comes Sharpies. And with the Sharpie comes great responsibility. Where the box goes in your new home is 100% dependent on what you write on the outside. What order that box gets opened and unpacked is 100% dependent on what you write on the box. Every box needs to have a room written on it. If you have multiple bedrooms, label them bedroom one, bedroom two, bedroom three, bathroom one, bathroom two, 
you get the idea. And then when you move into your new house, before the movers start unloading, place some signs around the home labeling what bedroom one, bedroom two, bedroom three are so that they know where to take those boxes. Um, When you just put like primary bedroom or guest bedroom, in my experience, like those boxes end up in the wrong bedroom. So try to like make it very clear. Um, Also on your boxes, write a brief description of the contents. When you move, you don't want to have to open 20 quote kitchen boxes to try and find a fork to eat the food you ordered. You want to be able to find uh, those boxes that have things like cutlery and plates and glasses first and get them unpacked. The cloth napkins and candlesticks and vases can wait to be unpacked until much later. Um, Get fragile stickers. No matter how big I feel like you write the word fragile or breakable or careful, I feel like movers' eyes are only trained to look for those orange fragile stickers. So you can't expect them to be reading every single box trying to decipher the chicken scratch that you jotted down on that box at 2 a.m., right? So get the fragile stickers. They're bright. They're a universal symbol that like what is in there is breakable. Um, And then try to limit those miscellaneous boxes. The miscellaneous box, office, miscellaneous, kitchen, miscellaneous. These are like the junk drawers of moving and the worst to unpack. In fact, Johnson and I would be lying if I said we didn't. We still have a few miscellaneous boxes in our garage left to unpack from when we moved over a year and a half ago. They should probably just go straight to Goodwill, but alas, they, you know, learn from my mistakes. They're still in our garage. So don't avoid the miscellaneous box. Think about what's in that box and if it's really necessary to keep. Uh, When it comes to clothing, pack it on hangers so that you don't have to rehang everything. Um, And I like to use those tough crates or solid boxes or duffel bags for the clothing. In our experience, uh, when Johnson and I have tried to use those closet boxes or the wardrobe boxes they don't work well they really can't support that much weight and they'll they'll collapse halfway to your destination so save your money get the tubs all right last thing about boxes is to pack an essentials box and in this box you're going to put two rolls of toilet paper some box cutters scissors a roll of trash bags paper towel a microfiber cloth some all-purpose cleaner sticky notes sharpies Um, some disposable plates and cutlery, um, some snacks, granola bars, high calorie protein snacks, um, and then some Tylenol and Band-Aids. This is the box of things that you will need in the new house in order to begin the unpacking process. The last thing you want to do is realize that you need to wipe out a cabinet before you start uh, unpacking your dishes or loading your dishes into that cabinet and then have to go on a search to find your cleaner right um so yeah do this um likely your house is not gonna have toilet paper this is byotp folks okay so just those things that you want to be able to have and not go on a search for put in that essentials box so that you can open that up you've got box cutters to open the boxes you've got toilet paper you've got snacks if someone cuts themselves i mean we're dealing with box cutters and paper and cardboard like the likelihood of paper cuts or hopefully it's only a paper cut is pretty high you know pack some band-aids so you're not um 
having to use a piece of paper towel wrapped around your finger for hours. Uh, sticky notes. Love, love a sticky note. It's probably just the, the OCD type A personality that I've got. But I think sticky notes for moving are extremely helpful and dare I say crucial, especially in the kitchen. As you put things away, write down what is in that drawer or cabinet and then place a sticky note on the outside um, where you'd see it if it's closed so that that'll help you to remember and be able to see where everything is until you, you know, train yourself. That way you're not opening five drawers just to find a fork. You just look at the sticky notes and look for the one that says silverware and open that. Um, it also helps people know where to put things as they unpacked. Um, if the, the movers are helping you unpack, I suggest labeling where you want things before they start. Um, you know, what's common sense to you might not be common sense to them. They don't know your lifestyle and how you live your life. And, you know, um, if you work out every day, for example, you probably want your athletic wear on like a shelf that's really easy to access. And like if you work from home and you're not going out that often, like your dress shoes probably do not need to be at the forefront okay so they're not going to know that stuff unless you tell them and the sticky notes are like a really easy way to do that so you're not expecting them to remember 20 different areas that you want certain things uh last but not least is to hire help where you can uh for my first 10 moves I did not use movers um really just for cost you know in college and younger and uh Johnson and I were newly married we um, we just did it ourselves and kind of muscled through it. But the first time that we hired movers was when we moved from South Carolina to Atlanta. And we got help uh, loading the truck in South Carolina and then a different moving crew to help us unload the truck in Atlanta. We did the same thing when we moved to Idaho. And it's the best decision that we've ever made. You're going to do a lot of lifting like getting boxes ready and unpacking those boxes like your your back is going to hurt regardless but if you can afford it hire movers to load the truck or trailer or pod with your belongings um, and try to like save your back a little bit and you know also maybe your marriage you know y'all try moving what feels like a 200 pound sofa across the house down steps to a truck um, and then you know ask you how you feel about your spouse halfway through just kidding sort of love you honey <laughs> anyway um not only will it s save you there in your back but it's probably gonna save your stuff movers move stuff all day long they've probably packed more trucks than you can fathom which means they know how to do it properly a poorly packed truck or trailer not only puts your stuff at risk but you if you're gonna be driving it um I know these moving trucks, trailers, they seem solid, but like there's a lot of physics that come into play. If you have too much weight in the back of a trailer and not enough up front, it's extremely unstable. You're going to be fishtailing all over the road. So when you can afford it, get help. If money's type, tight, let your friends help you. When they say, let us know if you need help moving, they mean it. Um, you know, lifting lifting boxes is hard no matter what age you're at. And especially, uh, I feel like the older I get, it's really not fun. So, um, you know, let, let people help you. Uh, start early, sort as you pack, make your plan, get your materials, pack properly, label well, get help, and take your time. Moving is not like what we see on 
HDTV or, you know, all of these, you know, Instagram reels where they move their entire life in 30 seconds and all of a sudden you've got the before and after beautiful house. It's a slow process, okay? Their things are going to be upside down for a while. Um, accept that, chip away at it little by little. Do it right. You know, this is do it once kind of situation. Um, and hopefully you find these things helpful. This is my moving advice. Um, I feel like it's tried and true. So I feel tired just talking about it. So hopefully not too many of you are actively moving. Um, but if you know someone who is uh, getting ready to move, send them this episode and hopefully it'll help them. And if you're getting ready to move yourself, uh, good luck. My thoughts are with you and um, cheers, everybody. I hope that you have a great week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untraditionally Traditional. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with those special people who would love it too and write a review. For more tips and photos of my home and garden, follow Untraditionally Traditional Pod on Instagram. Until next week, let's continue to make our homes places of joy and service to ourselves and those we share them with.